This is a story of loss and the life thereafter. This is my story. Losing my mother when I was seven changed everything. For me, my brother, my sister, it changed all of us in development, emotionally, and in many other ways that you might expect. It affected us financially. But what was not expected, what was weird and awful to me, was what happened to me physically, or maybe what didn't happen. From about age seven to about age 17, I essentially did not grow. I did, of course, older and eventually normalized and grew. I became an attorney, a federal prosecutor, and handled some cases that you've heard of. Those cases were famous or infamous, depending on who you talk with. And maybe for me, I'm the same, famous or infamous, depending on who you talk with. I believe that bad things, big bad things in our life, remain as a shadow which follows us. Only when we stop and look back at that shadow and deal with it can we move on. After all, it's just a shadow. I look forward to having you with me in this series. Several years ago, a Texas Ranger friend of mine helped to rescue a little girl from a kidnapper who was also a killer. Uh, Texas Rangers, do you know who they are? Uh, Texas Rangers are about a 200-year-old law enforcement organization that's part of the state of Texas. When I worked with them, there was less than 100 for the whole state of Texas, and they did this kind of work from time to time, and they were very good at it very courageous. In this case, um, a guy just out of prison had abducted a family's nanny. They didn't know where she was. This is kind of near Austin. And then while she was missing, one night the little girl, a couple years old, turned up missing. It turned out, it's a long story, but to make it really short, it turned out that the kidnapper had taken over a vacation home across the road, was watching everything that was going on, and uh, my friend got another ranger to help him, and they delivered some ransom money down to the house, and when they did, um, kidnapper came out of the house with the little girl. He saw some movement in the back of the vehicle, and the kidnapper started shooting into the vehicle. And my friend returned fire. The other ranger from Brady, Texas, was killed. This is the last time a ranger was killed in a this sort of action and my friend shot back killed the kidnapper in the house that had found the nanny and she had been murdered by this guy and the other ranger died uh, so my friend killed the bad guy and the other ranger died but my friend saved the little girl 
who was a couple years old at the time. And she went back, you know, to live with her family. She had been saved by the heroic act and the death of the other ranger. And a couple or so years later, a little girl and her mom and dad were flying um, back in their aircraft, and it crashed and it killed them all. Her brother was not with them, her older brother, and he survived. So after all that sacrifice and courage, the little girl died anyway in a plane crash a couple years later. Why does that happen? Why did that happen? And so then there's me. By now you know my story. I was seven years old. Um... You know my story that I lost my mom when I was seven and the things, various things that began to happen to me. Why does that happen? Why did that happen to me? Some cultures, a few religions, apparently believe that the misdeeds of one's ancestors can be the cause of problems for later generations. A sort of spiritual corruption of blood, as it might be called. I think that's ridiculous. I think that's absolutely foolish. That's not why bad things like that happen. Some people, and maybe they mean well, when someone dies, sometimes when a child dies, the you hear someone say, well, God needed some more angels, and so he called the person home. Good grief. That again, maybe people just say that because they don't know what else to say. But um, that's preposterous, if you ask me. So why, why do these things happen? The disease and hunger in Africa and parts of Asia, many parts of the world, the poverty in parts of America. You know, why does it happen? The adults now, why do bad things happen to adults? They do. Now, a lot of it's their own fault. In other words, we make decisions. Sometimes they're poor decisions. They lead to problems. We bring it on ourselves or we even sometimes negligently do things that cause problems for ourselves. That can be sort of traced to the decision. Of course, many things happen to grown people that are not their fault at all just happen so the same question may be asked about why but while many things happen as a result of an unwise unwise decision bad decision an adult makes I'm talking now about specifically focusing on the things that happen the bad things that happen to children through no action of their own through no fault of their own why does that happen I believe nobody knows. Is God directing and in control of every action on earth? Does God direct every action on earth? Direct that it happen. The weather? Why do churches have 
lightning rods on them very frequently. If the preacher of the church down the street really believed that God directed every tiny thing to happen or not happen, why did he install lightning rods on the top of his church? I'm not poking fun at that. I'm just asking. Well, it's probably they did that because lightning strikes churches just as it does trees and houses and sometimes people. It happen, just happens. So then is there no control whatsoever over anything? Over anything bad that could happen? No control? No higher power? I don't know, but I hope not. I don't think so. You know, sometimes I thank the good Lord that nothing else bad happened to me. I can complain about all these things that happen, but I sometimes am thankful nothing worse happened. Some days I'm so thankful for the simplicity, the secure, the simple, the loving kindness of a day. Just a day where peace can be felt. I think about all the bad things that nearly happened to me. Some really bad things nearly happened to me. I just missed something terrible. And I'm thankful for that. My brother, referencing our childhood, the things that happened once told me that he dealt with it or he thought of it this way, that there's always someone that has it worse than us. And maybe that's just the way he dealt with it, but it's certainly true. So I don't, we're just talking here. I don't know these things for sure, but I think I might have a right to talk about them. But I don't come from a position of the imperfect. That's for sure. I have hurt people by my words, my deeds, my decisions, personally and professionally. I told you I prosecuted, I prosecuted people for a long time had a hand in sending thousands of people to prison. I can say they all, under the law, deserved it. But in every case, was it just the right thing? Were people hurt? They were. Some people deserved it more than others. Serial killer and really bad killers I've dealt with and talked about. Nothing can help them. They need to go to prison. They need, we need to be protected from them. But some other people, I don't know. But I know that I'm imperfect in talking about this. But I also think that based on my story and the things I've seen and that you're aware of now, I might have a right to talk about this. I think the fact is, for many people on this whole earth, the world is a very, very rough place. Regarding my situation, losing my mom, basically raising myself, not much money, being, as I call it, enchanted, my growth stopped, 
you know the story. People have asked me before, aren't you mad? Why would you think anyone cares about you? They mean some higher power. Why would you think anybody cares about you for those things to have happened? Well, I've been so discouraged that I yelled and screamed at the Creator and basically cussed Him for my life. That never did any good. Well, that's not true. I did feel better for a minute, yelling and screaming about it. Some people say that without bad things happening in the world or in our lives, we wouldn't appreciate or even realize that good things were happening. I don't know about that. Maybe that's sort of true to some degree. But the way I see it, we're all in this together. This time we live in, this reality. And there's some comfort in that. I think that being genuine and genuinely kind, being courageous. And again, I think maybe I've had the right, earned the right to talk about this or have an opinion on it. But let's just think about children. Just being genuinely loving and kind and genuinely encouraging, really encouraging, not patronizing them. But look them in the eyes encouraging. If each kid in this world knew that she or he was truly and deeply and unconditionally loved just by their parent or parents, man, what what good could come from it? I think a great deal of the meanness in this world um, is from kids being embittered or hurt As a child, much of the suffering of adults, I think a high part of it is from the hurt and the bitterness and the fear and the anger that develop from circumstances of their childhood. There are some people I don't think anything could help them. Some people have some people have mental illness that maybe had nothing to do with their raising. And as I've said, some killers, I've known some killers that you could have them raised in a convent, they wouldn't be any better. They wouldn't have been any better had they had 100 kind people around them. They're just mean. But for the vast majority of people, I think that the problems, including the violence and meanness that often happens, is rooted in their childhood and being hurt and suffering. And I think that being kind and loving to our kids can change the world. As corny as that sounds. So I don't really get it, really, why bad things happen to me as a kid or why any kid has to suffer. If I have the chance in some small way to ease the suffering of a child by being generous or helpful, then that's wonderful. If I got to be a part of that, if we all got to be a part of that, if there's maybe some sort of tug of war out there, the tug of war may be between suffering and comfort, suffering and peace, and there's a pull of 
course, on the other side towards suffering for everybody, but particularly for kids. And on the other end of the rope is maybe a bunch of folks pulling for kids, for comfort and for peace and stability and love. I would like to try to be on that team, on that side of the rope that pulls hard for good and away from suffering for kids. If we just think about and start with kids. Because I know I know how it affected me and how it affected the way I thought about everything. And I believe that it's the turning point or it's it sets a path. Maybe that's a better way to say it. it sets a path for our future, how we're treated as kids. So I think we should all dig in and pull and pull for kids to be cared for and loved and treated gently. I don't have any answers to any of this. Those are just some thoughts. And you're nice to listen to them. Take them for what they may be worth. I look forward to visiting with you next time. About some circumstances of my situation and how maybe we can look at them now and learn something from them. Thank you. <laughs>